0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, it's Crystal Knight and welcome back to the show brought to you by Newsweek. Well, it's another week and it's another Trump story. This time, this week, this story is about Trump's arraignment in a Miami court around his unclassified documents case, which really started last year, but we're fast forwarding and we're here right now talking about the 37 counts that have been brought before him. The special prosecutor is Jack Smith and his team is alleging that Donald Trump and his legal team willfully and knowingly mishandled classified documents and did not turn them over to the FBI when asked. Of course, Trump is saying that this is a witch hunt. Of course, Trump is bringing up Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Of course, this is about Donald Trump running for president in 2024 and not about the corruption, not about his mishandling of these documents, not about any of the wrongdoing that he has been accused of. This is all a political ploy by his political enemy, enemy number one, Joe Biden, attempting to assassinate his character while actively running for president in 2024. Of course, that is absolutely what Donald Trump is alleging. That's what many folks on the right are alleging. And even so, several of the GOP presidential candidates have already stated if he is found guilty, that they would absolutely pardon him. What kind of country do we live in where people can see a former president do something wrong and vow if they are elected to pardon him. I have continuously said when I'm on TV, on this podcast, whenever and wherever, that Donald Trump has a chokehold on the Republican Party. He does. And it's evident in that many of the candidates, I won't say many, but a few of the candidates who are actively running are saying that they would pardon him. Why? Why would we pardon someone who has done something wrong? In hopes that he will support their presidential candidacy if they're actually nominated by the Republican Party. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I I don't understand why people continue to support this man. There is a there there because there's a case. There's the case in New York. There's this case in Florida. There's the upcoming case in Georgia where he tried to overturn the election results. Of the 2020 election. So there's clearly evidence. Or else there wouldn't be cases. And yet. There's the Republican Party saying. He did nothing wrong. Or maybe they're not saying that he didn't do anything wrong. They're saying what he did wasn't egregious. They're saying what he did does not deserve jail time. They're saying what he did should just be swept under the rug. But they also they're also reminding us about Hillary Clinton's emails. And I'm here to remind them that Donald Trump was president for four years in these United States. And he had the opportunity to investigate Hillary Clinton. His administration had the opportunity to investigate Hillary Clinton and her emails and bring forth credible charges. But seven years later, we are still talking about Hillary Clinton. After Donald Trump left the Miami court, he went to New Jersey for a fundraiser and he brought up again Hillary Clinton. But he also brought up the classified documents case surrounding President Joe Biden. Trying to draw the parallel. And I hope what this administration is doing is really showing how President Biden will move this country forward and how Donald Trump will pull this country back. I didn't even want to talk about this case because it's another something that continues to keep Donald Trump in the news. But in fairness, it is news and it will dominate the news cycle because people do care about what happens with Donald Trump. And as a person in media, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to continue to see him on TV. He's being arraigned. He's going in court. He's pleading not guilty. It's, you know, his supporters are standing outside saying, Free Donald Trump. And I'm tired, I'm tired of talking about Donald Trump. But I mean, we have to talk about him because he's the former president, he's newsworthy. But I hope ultimately that Jack Smith has a tight case because he could have brought this case forward here in Washington, D.C., but instead he's doing it in Florida. I tend to think that that would be hard based upon the jury pool, the likely jury pool, but also the judge in the case is a former Trump appointee. So what does that mean? Now, judges are supposed to be impartial. Of course, the judicial system should be impartial. Of course, but we know politics gets in the way. We know that this is the nature of 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 politics. And we also know that Donald Trump will go out and talk about how this case is not about him, but about the voters of America who support him and how the prosecution is attempting to silence their voice. He continues to spread falsehoods. Leaders in the Republican Party also continue to spread falsehoods surrounding him. And we don't do this country the service that it deserves when we continue to promote all of the wrong things that he has done since he has become a public elected official, now former elected official. And so really this week I just wanted to highlight how Donald Trump is Donald Trumping. We should expect nothing more or less of him because this is really par for the course and what he will continue to do. It's unfortunate that this case won't be fully litigated by the end of this year before 2024 takes place. because when we push these cases into an, into an election year, it's dangerous because it begins to seep into the court of public opinion. Voters think about this when they go to the polls, when they're doing their primaries across this country, they will be thinking about all of the things that Donald Trump has been through over the last year or so. And if we don't have charges that have stuck to him, it does feel like it's a catch me if you can. But ultimately Donald Trump will be caught and prosecuted. And I, for one will be happy because then we can put to bed the rest and rumors around what he has done, and we can talk about the facts of why he has been charged. That's really all that I have about this latest case. I'm really, really interested in what happens in Georgia. And it's not to say that the evidence around the Hush Money case in New York isn't strong, or even around this classified documents case in Florida isn't strong because there's evidence in both of these cases, but the one in Georgia is the one to watch. If I'm a betting woman, which I'm really not, I would bet the Georgia case will be the one that really takes him down. But, you know, people are speculating that the one in Florida will. Again, it feels like a catch me if you can. I just hope that all of these prosecutors in each case, have strong evidence so that we can finally give Donald Trump the justice that he deserves for the criminal acts that he has done in numerous states across this country. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Crystal Night Show brought to you by Newsweek. The best way you can support us is to give your five star review on Apple iTunes and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast to the Crystal Night Show.